Hey everybody. Hey to nobody. And what's up anybody? This is KSC Darwin. C-A-S-S-I-E D-U-R-W-Y-N Of Cards and Conversation. Both cards are spelled with K and Conversation also. So I'm laying here. And I'm going to play a couple minutes of what I'm listening to so you can understand where I'm going with this. So I'm listening. I'm watching the History Channel. They're talking about the Word of God. As many interpretations can be written in many language, languages, but it is up to us to translate or decipher which is the truth. Discern it. So when I first heard that, I heard, okay, here's somebody else's spin on why Jesus is real. You don't have to debunk the truth. Understand that you do not have, the truth don't change. The, the truth don't change. When people can go to the truth and change it up, it's something there that isn't the truth. That's the reason why they continue to try to convince you of the truth. So, um, the truth don't change. Continue on. From the Shroud of Turin to the bones of John the Baptist, holy relics have been revered for centuries. Many of these relics are believed to be connected to Jesus, his disciples, and his family. For the first time, a man of science a man of faith team up to uncover the truth about Jesus the man Oxford University geneticist George Busby uses the study of genes to explore human history so there's actually never been a better time to study ancient DNA because of these huge technical innovations that have happened in the last 10 or so years recent breakthroughs in technology mean that we can now understand more about Jesus the man than we ever have been able to this is an incredible opportunity to use DNA science to explore perhaps the most important and famous man in history, Jesus. Okay, the first thing I saw, I heard when I saw this is, yet again, you are allowing someone to come and lie to you. For the first time, there has been a religious man and a scientific man come together to test this, to debunk what that is not considered true. This, that's a lie in itself. For the first time, two men, a scientist and a religious scholar, comes together. That's a lie. That's a lie right there. This is not the first time that came together. It is not. Else we wouldn't have all the studies that we had. Greek, the original language 
Some people think that science is the enemy of faith. I'm going on this journey because I believe that science and faith can work together. The Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John provide the most information on the historical Jesus. It's believed that they were written by people who were either there or they're writing down the eyewitness testimony of someone who actually witnessed him. So if we're going on a journey to search for the DNA of Jesus, any evidence we find is going to have to stand up to the biblical record. Joe and George are setting out on the biggest journey of their lives. They will investigate ancient relics and test them using cutting-edge technology. If the relics are real, they could contain traces of Jesus' DNA. We can then begin to unravel his genetic blueprint, and the results could prove once and for all if there are descendants of Jesus living today. Okay, so now, they want to see if there are descendants of Jesus living today. Because Jesus is a man. This this right here, this is what I woke up to. Um, I don't know why this is what I woke up to, but this is what I woke up to. And this is why it is important for you to write your own story. This right here, this this is all this is about. Don't get caught up in who we're talking about or what we're talking about. All we are talking about seriously this Tuesday, uh, this test, this testing Tuesday. This is a testing Tuesday. Uh, the reason why I call it a testing Tuesday because it is, um, it is going to test you. It is going, it is December. The 21st. That's 1 2 2 1 2 0 2 1. We coming up again um, with those 1 and those 2s. We're, we're still just on 1 and 2s. See yourself, love yourself, energy. Partner up with that. The one and twos is about you right now. You know, this is the end of the of the end of a season. We're going into the winter solstice. Um, this is the shortest day of the year. Like summer is the longest day. This would be considered the shortest day of the year. I, I'm, I'm almost certain today is the shortest day of the year in the summer solstice is the longest day well longest daylight hours this is going to be the shortest daylight hours I'm prove me wrong that's all I'm going to say if if I'm wrong I will be wrong but prove me wrong which means you have to do your homework again with this homework thing homework really wasn't about school they told you you had homework to do at school. The reason why they told you you had homework, one, was because you didn't finish what you were supposed to finish at school. But two, we got to keep this seed growing to quit looking at you and look at what we're trying to teach you. Your homework should have been about what was going on at home, not what was going on at school. So at home, you are your home base. 
So your homework is always based on you. It is believed by many that this is the actual cloth that was left behind after they draped it over Jesus and then he resurrected. Understand how they're breaking this down. Understand that, and, and if this is a trigger for somebody, get off of here. If me talking about Jesus in a way that made, uh, as people say, ooh, that, that's, that, that made me, uh, I wanted to lose my religion. If listening to this is going to make you want to cuss me out, get the fuck off of here. Now, if me cussing at you make you want to cuss me out, get the fuck off of here. It's many people that believe in Jesus, and it's many people that don't. I ain't going to say, I, I, I always say I'm not religious. The reason why I talk about Jesus, because one, it was the foundation that was given to me in my um, younger years or my formative years. And two, the things that I believed in, why did I believe in them? Is the reason why I still talk about it. And, and, and because he is universal. One of the most famous religious characters on planet Earth. Everybody knows him. If they don't know him, they didn't heard of him. Because of all of these holidays that, that connect you back to him. Easter, Christmas, you know. Excuse me. So I'm going to go back to this. So we can continue to look over some things. This is a test. And it's Tuesday. Mars energy. So when you decide to go to war, you're being tested. Tested on how strong you are. So I'm testing how strong you are to go on this journey of self-discovery. And we're going to start with this this morning. Israel. 
Judah was the son of Jacob, who was descended from Abraham, a patriarch of the Jewish religion. Judah was the ancestor of King David, and it was predicted. Okay, so let me just say, whenever I hear the 12 tribes of Israel, I automatically hear the 12 houses in the natal chart. I'm just saying, just to keep that on the forefront. Mark 6.3 says, Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph, Judas? Well, in Mark's gospel, we have the earliest account of Jesus' family. Mark 6.3 says, Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, Simon, and are not his sisters here with us. Yeah. We're starting to realize we're not looking for one person. We're looking for an ancestral line. The idea of descendants is plausible for us. Okay. Now can we find them? The Bible's going to be a perfect roadmap for us for our journey because it is woven together with Jesus' life from birth to a boy to his relatives. And that gets missed a lot, but his relatives are in there. And this will help us track down DNA to find Jesus and to find his family. And what I just found in looking at this man talking to me, he is... Looking for the next new thing to make him famous. That's what he's looking for. The next new thing to get to make him famous. I, I'm learning. All of this stuff that they taught me has significance. And the Bible was to be used as a basic instructions before leaving earth. So they gave you different characters and different people's uh, energy so you would know when you spot that energy what you're dealing with. The same as the natal chart. When you're dealing with the natal chart, the houses, um, the where's, the how's, and the what's of what's going on with you, this is the same. So if you were one of the 12 tribes and this is what this tribe was famous for, this is one of the houses and this is what this house is responsible for teaching you that's why i say it's homework and i don't do y'all homework because i got my own homework understand what you're saying when you say homework what's going on at home after you leave work after you leave school That's what you're supposed to be working on. If that's what you're doing, going to school, don't ever let somebody else take precedence or something else take precedence, precedence over knowing who you are, how you operate, your lineage. This is what this is about. How, Jesus was Jesus. But who was he kin to? That's why old people say, well, who is your kin for? We are son of God, but who was Jesus some kin to on this earth? Armed with the knowledge that Jesus' family tree gives Joe and George many branches to investigate, the team is traveling clear across Europe to Bulgaria, where a recent discovery was made, the bones of John the Baptist. 
cousin of Jesus. He was the son of Mary's cousin, Elizabeth, and an important figure in the Christian church. His preaching declared the coming of Jesus. His enormous following brought him to the attention of Herod, who famously beheaded John at the request of his stepdaughter, Salome. If the team can compare the DNA on the shroud to the DNA from what are said to be St. John's bones, then they can see if there is a shared ancestry. They could even confirm that they are cousins and start to unravel the secrets of the strands. Supposed bones. Listen to what people say to you. This is amazing. This is a really beautiful place. Yes, the water is always amazing. The remote island of Svetiva has been a significant site of religious worship for over 2,000 years. In the recent past, exploration of the island was forbidden due to its status as a Cold War military base. Only in the last decade has archaeological research been possible. When did you first come to the island? We came 2008 for the first It was during this time that Casimir made his incredible discovery under the ruins of an ancient church. A small marble reliquary, a box made specifically for holding relics, after carefully excavating exactly right here on this side we found the reliquary the box which contains relics sensing the importance of this find, casimir waited to open the reliquary until journalists and cameras could be present to document the extraordinary discovery these are holy relics of saint so they waited so they, they could open the box so that you would have documentation of the box being opened. Open. Most times, and I don't know, when I find something, I open it. I don't say, wait, let me get, but I'm not saying that they, you know, hey, the next new thing. So it has to be documented so it can be, so it can appear to be authentic. The next new thing, I said he was looking for the next new thing to make him more reliable or more believable. John the Baptist. When he finally opened it, he discovered a small collection of bones. The human bones were sent to Oxford University's radiocarbon accelerator unit for testing. One of the top labs in the world 
for carbon dating artifacts. There, scientists produce some astonishing results. The bones dated to the middle of the first century, the correct time period for John the Baptist. Further DNA testing by the University of Copenhagen has determined that the bones are from a single human who appears to be of Middle Eastern descent. These results suggest that the bones could be those of John the Baptist. And John the Baptist is not just a saint, he was also Jesus' cousin. Could be. Now, George and Joe will compare the DNA from the Shroud of Turin with the bones found here on the island. Okay. Doing this may help authenticate both relics. Okay. This is significant because for the first time in the history of Christian archaeology, we have discovered the bones of a saint. The really interesting thing about this relic is that the radiocarbon dating of the bones showed that they were about 2,000 years Okay, we found the bones of a relic. Why was he beheaded and then placed up under the church, under the altar where they gave... It, 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 for me, all this was done because of witchcraft. Um, energies. Um, I don't know how they honored them before, but for it to be... It, it it felt it feels like it did it was a secret it wasn't supposed to be known it didn't it didn't feel like they built this uh church or synagogue on um top of him or placed him here to honor him it was to harness his energy because whoever put him there knew he was there I feel like it was to continue on with whatever greatness he had, okay, in his time. That's how I feel about it. Which is perfect. That fits the hypothesis that these could be the bones of John the Baptist. They're clearly not here, so where can we find the extraordinary bones today? The relics themselves can be seen in the Church of St. George in Suzapo. I would love to go to that church. Now, if these bones are authentic, then that means we've got a really good chance of accessing the DNA from one of Jesus' close relatives. So, cousins share DNA because they share grandparents, so they will have inherited some of the same DNA. If we can get the DNA of one of Jesus' cousins and use this historical information about the relationship between John the Baptist, his cousin, and Jesus, that's going to tell us a lot about what his DNA might look like. I was potentially looking at the very bones of John the Baptist, who is Jesus's cousin. This is amazing. Wow. Are you ready for the mother of all things? I'm excited. Now, see how many times they said it was Jesus' cousin. And could be. They stopped saying could be and they start saying. So you have to listen to people's words, you have to be careful with what you're hearing. And how you take I was watching yesterday, I was watching um, Notorious Queens. And um, it was an issue going on. And I'm going to tell y'all, it's like y'all got two, three, four, five faces. 
with all this Botox and stuff y'all putting in y'all. I can still see the old people. I can see who you were. It's going to be in a profile or something. They may, they may change your appearance dead on, but your profile or something is going to be the same and you're going to see the same. And people don't realize what they're doing. They're getting fillers to make their dead on front face look a certain way but that profile is being altered and being fucked up and they're giving them more like um what I grew up seeing uh what they said was old hags and witches and all of that stuff those like their noses and their chins are getting really pointy and they're getting these square like jaw lines I didn't know it was important for women to have square like jaw lines what I'm seeing is they're combining the sexes the look of them and then that takes me back to the DIA when I look when you first walk into the DIA it, it is a great room I don't know what you call it right now but they have murals all over the wall and if you look up top and you can listen, they'll tell you about the murals. And they have like the Ford plant mural and they have some other murals of some women. Well, these women look very masculine in these paintings. And my thing is, we take the we take these artists' pictures, we take artwork as to be factual. But you have to remember that people are painting art with what they feel. So just because I paint a picture and I put hearts in it and cherubs and all, don't mean I ever seen these things. It doesn't mean I ever seen these things. It means this is what I want to paint. So don't get so caught up in what your eyes see as far as someone else's interpretation of what is artful. I mean, come on. Then, you know, I'm still listening to this. But then, because I'm giving you the downloads that came through me. So then this morning, I was also, when I was listening to what they wrote and what they saying, they they, 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 they translate the scripture one way, but what they wrote is different than what they're saying. So are you telling me that John the Baptist was, hey, he, he was a dark-skinned he was a dark, a melanated skin because brass makes you brown. When you say the color brass, it's kind of brown. And then woolly hair is kind of just what it is, is woolly. Was John the Baptist the same? Where did we come into this really long version of Jesus or was he in the rough? He was the diamond in the rough, so he looked at rough. I said this before. If you walking around doing your thing and you ain't doing, I ain't saying he ain't babe, but you in the Middle East, you kind of dusty. You letting your hair go, you letting your beard go, you letting all this go. But then they show this very angelic person. But why not tell us the truth? He was dusty. He might have had dreadlocks. I say he did if he had woolly hair and he wasn't combing it. Um, just be careful and, and what you believe in your heart is what it is oh okay they talking about it again let me get it right
yeah, uh, this is just what I woke up to. I woke up to wondering. Wondering is wondering is good, but knowing is the important part of it all. So, you know, then you put on the search of knowing. And that's about wondering. Uh, so... All this stuff is what go on in my mind. These are the downloads I have. Um, I know it's important to be religious, but it's more important than going forward to be right with one. And the one that I'm talking about, be right with yourself. Partner up with that idea. That's that's how you're on the ones and the twos. You're taking your partner up with the part of you that you don't know, and you're becoming one with that. So in becoming one with that, you want to learn who you are and why and how you are. So in knowing who you are, you will know why and how you are. You know, find out the who. And then you can understand the whys. And then you don't have to wonder about you. You'll know. You won't have to wonder if something is going to work out. You'll know it's going to work out because of how it lines up. Just like he's hoping that he finds out that John the Baptist is Jesus' cousin. Meaning they shared the same grandparents. That's how they look at it. Y'all shared the same grandparents. And that's how I'm cousins with every cousin that I have. We shared the same grandparents. And some people call people cousins that they don't have the same grandparents. Which means we're not cousins. We're not cousins. If you can't, if you can't get back to some of them grandparents that y'all shared, y'all not cousins. Y'all can't get back. When I look at the Taylors, we all shared the same grandparents. We we shared the same grandparents, Willie, <laughs> and, 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 and uh, is it Jim? Cause I don't study him yet. A bud. I know it's bud, but I don't know. I know a bud Terry. I, I I've heard that before, but I haven't studied him. I've been studying her. Her name is Willie. That is my grandmother's mother. And if, if you can't come, it's just like on the other side. So know who you are. Okay, we back to Jesus' story about them discovering what they think they know about Jesus DNA.
gives them a special power. See? Which is one of the reasons why relics have long been a potent force in Christianity. See? During the Middle Ages, quit leaving your teeth at the den. It's this important parts. To members of the clergy, as well as many of the great churches of Europe, they all wanted to be able to say they had a holy relic. This demand created a thriving trade in relics. While many were fakes, there was a particular demand for any relic related to Jesus and his family. There were said to be pieces of the true cross, scraps of the Virgin Mary's veil, even thorns from Jesus' crucifixion crown. You begin to have things like the foreskin of Jesus, the milk teeth of Jesus. My favorite is the feather of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit descends like a dove. In what is obviously a metaphor, there's a church that has the feather of the dove. John Calvin's. Okay, so that right there, they 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 trying to the things that you may hold on to. Uh, if you if you one with nature, if you if you the man of the sun or whatever, and not the sun as in my mother had a sun. If you follow the sun, you get feathers all the time. I know this is true because I can be out there feeding the birds and I'll ask, I'll give them peanuts and bird seed and I ask one of the blue jays to leave me a feather. And they do. Always. Every time I've asked for one. But you have to have patience to get what you're asking for. So they're trying to debunk a bunch of stuff, but they're trying to make you believe as they believe. Be careful with that. That's what they're doing. They're trying to erase what you know and put something there in replace of it. There were so many pieces of the true cross that you could fill the cargo of a ship, you know, with them. It was in the interest of the medieval church to create forgeries because it was a way of drawing people to your church. Most of these relics date to the 11th century or later, but the St. John's bones are 2,000 years old. Their radiocarbon dating places them at the point in history when John the Baptist is said to have lived. This is amazing. Wow. These are the bones that Casimir found. Yes. Can you distinguish which piece is for us? The way this one is from the right side of the jawbone. These smaller pieces are from the right hand of St. John. Here we have a tooth and one piece from the right rib. What was interesting is that all of the pieces of the bones were from the right side of the body. That's very... The right side in Jewish and biblical culture is a powerful one. Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father. John baptized Jesus with his right hand. The line. Okay, the right side. The left side, as far as I'm understanding, the right side of your body is this earth side. The left side is the spiritual side. So, all the bones were taken from the right side. This is to be left here on this earth. You know, once we... Once we, uh, once our spirit leaves our body, it returns back to earth. So the right side of the body was left here, or the the right bones is how I'm how I'm interpreting it, because that was what's to be left here on earth. 
the right, the left side is disintegrated or somewhere else. Because if they're keeping your bones, trust me, they can say it's from that side, but people people do weird stuff. That's why I say quit quit leaving your teeth at the dentist. Take your stuff with you. Give it to your family. If they don't want it, they can dispose of it. But you can always grind it up. And nobody will have it. I'm just saying, quit leaving your body parts other places. It's worth something to somebody. That's why they'll charge you $5,000 if you don't want to just give them your placenta after birth. On the biblical text, had physically come to life in front of my eyes as I was potentially looking at the very bones of John the Baptist, who is Jesus' cousin. The opportunity to sample the bones and compare genetic sequencing between second cousins Jesus and John the Baptist would reveal a tremendous amount of information about Jesus' family lineage. It would be an exceptional step forward on the journey to tracking down Jesus' living descendants. Samples have previously been taken of these bones, and that testing should help you. Around the world, independent teams of scientists are working on relics from the time of Jesus. Part of our strategy is to collect the data and hopefully make some connections that people working in isolation might have missed. I told you it wasn't only them. Right. At the very beginning, they said only them. Exactly. Which let me know all of this is a waste of time. Me even paying attention to this, wasting my time because they're going to still always get you back to you don't know. So that's why I say quit worrying about is Jesus real or is he not? Even if it's a fictitious tale, learn from the lesson. But know yourself. Know who you are connected to. Know your lineage. Tell your story. Write it down for yourself. Teach others about you and about who you're connected to and how y'all connected to each other. It's like when I've always known that my grandmother and my grandmother's sister married two brothers. So when um, I explained it to my cousin, because we shared the same great-grandparents, and he was like, you know what, cuz? So how we some kid? And I explained it to him. And the cousins that he thought were his cousins weren't his cousins. They just happened to be married into the family. But they were truly my cousins. And that's how it happens. Like, my cousin 
on my on my mother's side marry some of my cousins on my father's side. Well, now we're all cousins, but we're really not cousins. They're my cousins, but that don't make them your cousins. So that's what I woke up to. Excuse me, that's what I woke up to. Um, People will try to change your mind, but understand the truth is the truth. Don't let someone come along and tell you the truth. It's just like someone said, someone said that I need to find Jesus. But I can remember when I was going to church, they weren't. Me finding Jesus was when I was ready. And it it didn't remove me away from what I found important to be ready. It only allowed me to enhance them. I'm going to say this. Anything. Okay, I'm going to say this as a woman. I'm going to say this as a mother. I'm going to say this as a daughter. I'm going to say this as a cousin, a sister, whatever. If anything is missing, I did my best. I I did my very best. And if anything is missing, that's the part you didn't put in. That is not my garbage to carry around with me thinking that I did something that I was supposed to do. I did my best. And if something is missing, that's your homework to put it there. Period. If I forgot to tell you something during this um, podcast, your homework is to find out that missing piece that you feel like I left out. It wasn't for me. All I was supposed to do is just jiggle the handle and wake something up in you. Your homework is not for me to do. This is my homework, and this is where they leave me, and this is the piece of my homework I want to share with you. Maybe this may lead you to somewhere else, and maybe it won't. But I did my part today on this December the 21st, 2021. Look at all those twos and those ones. That equals 11. 11 equals 2. Understand what the energy is of today. Today is about the divine giving messages, partnering up with those messages and seeing them clearly, discerning over things. The truth doesn't change. The truth, you can add and take away. That's why I say don't add anything, don't take away from anything. It doesn't need anything. That's a lie right there with that book because things were added and things were taken away. So you have to know your truth. That's why you go on your journey And God will show you who he is or who she is in your life for you. What I see may not be what you see. What I need may not be what you need. What I eat don't make you shit. That part. So again, this is Cassie D. C-A-S-S-I-E-D-U-R-W-I-N. Of cards and conversation, both with K's. I'm still running this special. 
this special that I'm running will go on until January the 11th, 2022. January the 11th, 2022. I might do it up until the 12th because I'm still in those same energies. So again, I have uh, two card readings, $11. Three card readings, I mean, four card readings, $22. And three card, six card readings, $33. It's two, four, six. And I also say the best deal, you could get a 30-minute, you could get a 30-minute, 45-minute, an hour. The best deal you can get is the 90-minute plus your natal chart. Again, just get in touch with me, DM me, uh, call me direct if you have my direct number. But um, just let me know what it is you need to know. If I can assist you, I will. If I won't, I know somebody that can. I promise you I do. And you and I having a conversation, we will go from there. Again, this is Cassie. This is Cassie of Cards and Conversation. Two-piece.